Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Medina Talks. And if you're new here, my name's Medina. I'm your host. If you haven't already checked out the first episode yet, I would highly recommend checking that out. It's about what is your purpose, what is your why, and I have a little Q&A at the end just to talk about a little bit more about me and why I started this podcast. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about the theme of love and relationships and just pretty much how to have a healthy relationship, how to find just how to find the right guy, how to what's important in relationships. We're just going to generally be talking about that, especially in your early 20s. I'm sure you're getting to that point where you're thinking about dating for long term instead of dating just for fun. So let's just jump right in. Okay, first, I just want to say to anyone out there that doesn't have a Valentine, Valentine, it does not matter. I've celebrated by doing Galentines, and it's just a holiday. Honestly, I don't even know if it's really recognized as a national holiday, but uh, I, it's just for fun. It's something to enjoy the colder months because you have something to celebrate and something to look forward to. I've done a month with my friends where we got together, and we just wrote down on things that we wanted to let go of this year and we went outside and we broke plates and we watched movies and we just hung out and had a good time. It was a blast and I loved it. So whatever you decide to do, you know, it just, it's all for fun. It's nothing serious. Just because you don't have a Valentine, it does not really matter. So on the topic of love, we're going to be talking a little bit about how to find the right person, what to look for, what to even bring up when you're going on these dates, and also what's important in a relationship if you want a a good long-term relationship. So I've been with my partner for three years and we met when I was 19. I'm now 23 turning 24 this year. He's a year older than me and I honestly, after my last relationship, I kind of was confused about what to look for if I were to date again. And when I met the person that I'm with right now, I wasn't even looking for a relationship. I was going to go, you know, incognito for a year and just focus on myself. That was my plan. And a month into that is when I met my current partner. I swear it always happens when you least expect it. And I think if you work on yourself, that's like the most important thing. If you focus on yourself, then the right people will flow into your life. If you are looking to only attract specific people, not just in relationships that are romantic, even when it comes to any type of person in your life, any type of relationship, friendship too. I spent the last three years building quality friendships because when COVID hit, I realized that I didn't have a lot of close friends. I kind of was just focused on school, work, and I had friends, sure, but I had a lot of acquaintances and my quality of friendships were just kind of spread out. I had a lot of friends all over the place and I wanted to change that and I wanted to make a difference, right? So I think these tools were also that I'm going to share with you today about your romantic relationships. Some of that can help when you're looking for um, like really like friendships as well. So some of the things that I learned through that journey also helped me in my romantic journey. So when I was going through 
um, that period where I just got out of a, a relationship and I didn't, I was, I think, yeah, I was 19 and I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know what I wanted. I just, it was COVID. Things kind of felt weird. My trajectory for my career and my school was weird. The world was kind of on hold and nobody really knew what the future held. And I just decided I'm going to work on myself. I dived into personal development podcasts. I was reading a lot. I was working on my finances. I was just working on myself. So that's number one. When it comes to looking for a, a healthy and romantic relationship that is good and that's something that's going to be a long-term partnership because we can't forget when you're looking for a person to add into your life to date, you're looking for a partner in life. You want someone that could enhance your life and when you're looking for that person you need to know what you want so before you even go out there and start looking for someone to date you need to look internally about who you are and what you want uh, you know what at this point when I was learning about what I wanted I've, I've changed I've evolved I was 19 you can't really expect to know what you want at 19 so I think when I started dating my my the current partner that I have right now when we first started dating I went into it kind of having an idea of what we wanted for the future that we aligned on and we had a connection but for the most part I knew that we were both going to grow and change as people and when it comes to dating especially if you meet someone really young you either tend to grow together and you work on yourselves at the same kind of not rate because it's never it's a cyclical thing it's never like you mesh up perfectly but you guys are both working on yourself and growing in your 20s to be the person that you want to become obviously your core personality there are some traits that just don't change but as a whole there are certain things that change in your dynamic of your relationship will change as you guys age right so before I entered this relationship I was listening to podcast Jay Shetty shout out to Jay Shetty because honestly part of me thinks I really got lucky part of me thinks that I also was very picky so I think it's a little bit of both because I decided to work on myself and that became my main focus the right person entered my life I wasn't even looking for it so stop looking okay if you are whatever age you are in your 20s whether you're early 20s late 20s even 30s do not force it so I, I know it sounds crazy because, of course, if you want a romantic partner, uh, you have to put yourself out there. Of course. I'm not saying don't put yourself out there. I'm just saying don't make that your priority. Don't start obsessing over trying to find someone because the minute that you do that is the minute that you feel blocked. You feel like there's nothing out there. Well, you know what you should be focusing on? Yourself. Getting to know who you are and what you want. I found that therapy was very helpful for, um, you know, helping heal my old wounds, but also learning more about myself. Through therapy, I've learned how to become a better adult and a better version of myself. I learned how to manage my ADHD symptoms. I learned how to manage my emotions. I learned how to manage certain situations and how to build healthy friendships where I can be vulnerable with my friends. I learned how to maintain those friendships. 
and I learned how to create the life that I wanted for myself. And therapy was a big factor in aiding that for me. Not everyone needs that. I'm not saying you need to go into therapy. I'm just saying it was a great tool for me. But one of the other ways that I worked on myself was working on my eating habits, making sure that I'm learning to cook. Because at the time when I was 19, did not know how to cook. My mom would make food and I would just kind of boil some vegetables and potatoes and just add it to whatever she made and I called that cooking. It wasn't until I moved out for the first time when I really realized that I do not know how to cook and I really need to learn. So that was a valuable skill that I had to learn. Um, But I also learned how to add in a good exercise regimen for myself figure out what my values are, figure out what interests me, what are my hobbies that I like. So the things that you are doing when you're going on dates with someone is figuring out who they are, what they like, what they enjoy doing. Those are the things that you can do with yourself. Take yourself on dates. I'm not saying you can work on all areas of your life at the same time, You have to choose one thing at a time because then you're going to overwhelm yourself. So I had different goals at different periods of my life. You can section it off. You can have your career, your relationships, your education, your mental health, your health. Just let's just put health in one category, health and spirituality, relationships, and that includes romantic relationships, all areas, okay? Divide them into quadrants and pick a goal in each area of your life and start working on them. Not too much that you can handle depends on what you're life looks like but just start working on those areas so the last year I remember one of my goals was to enjoy spending more time by myself and in doing so I would start taking myself out on dates I would do things alone I wanted to enjoy my own company because as I get older and as I become an adult I have less time my friends have less time I don't see my friends every day like I used to when I was in school. I am back in school right now, but at the time, I wasn't. I graduated in 2021 in December, and then I was thrown into the world. I was working. I It was also kind of COVID throughout all of this. So it was a really weird shift for me, and I'm sure it was a really weird shift for a lot of people. But point being... I spent that time trying to fall in love with myself. I took dance classes again. I went to the gym regularly. I made time to do pottery. I learned how to work on my time management. I learned how to, I built better friendships, quality friendships, and that's what I focused on. I spent less time going out to restaurants. I realized that that was more of a recent thing last year. I realized I was going to restaurants so often and going out. Everyone just wanted to go out for drinks and I wanted to actually do activities. So I prioritized that. I went rock climbing. I went swimming, spent time at the beach. I really valued my time and I spent my time wisely doing things that I wanted to do. It's it felt like I was getting in tune with my childlike self because most of my life in college and high school, I just spent school, work. I feel like I lost all the hobbies that I used to have. 
And when you graduate, you have much more time than you did when you were in university because you don't have all these assignments piling up. You're not surrounded by people anymore. You have more space to fill. And you know who you have? You have yourself. So that's an important factor before even thinking about entering a healthy relationship. I honestly, I'm not going to lie and say that you have to have it all figured out before entering a relationship because I didn't. I think you can work on yourself while you're in your relationship as well. But I think that there's certain foundations that you need to have to enter the right relationship. Because if you don't know what you're, what what's important to you and what you value, then you might enter in the wrong relationship and it might not work out. It might not end up long term. I'm kind of lucky that it's still working out for me right now. But at the same time, I'm always evaluating what's important in my life. Do we align on that? Because we're still at that stage where we're growing as human beings. That your 20s is a big growth stage. It's a big change. It, everyone is trying to figure out who they are and what they like. They don't have rules. They can do whatever they want. And it shows you what type of person that you're going to become or your partner is going to become. And, you know, dating when you're more established is different than dating when you're in your early 20s. So that kind of streamlines into my next point, which is you want someone that aligns with your values. You want someone that adds value to your life. Because if someone is draining your resources and only sucking away from the light in your life, why are you with them? Honestly, a lot of people find themselves in those types of relationship because they haven't done the work to work on themselves. Because they are insecure and looking for someone else to fill that cup. And the easiest way to do that is through a romantic relationship. So do whatever you like to do. I'm not here to judge and I understand that. I've definitely been in that place before. But I think when you're looking for a long-term partner, when you're dating in general, I like to, for me, dating is for the purpose of finding someone to marry. I don't see a point in dating for fun. And if I feel like it's not working anymore or it's not heading in the right direction, then that's when you need to head out because I'm more confident in myself as a person now than if you asked me a few years ago and I was in the same position, I would be too scared to do it. And I'm not saying it's scary. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not scary. It is. Being out in the world on your own is scary. Being out without your parents is scary. Living on your own, being an adult, figuring it out, you're pretty much all on your own. And I think people think that when you're in, in a romantic relationship that you are going to find someone to do life with. Yes, you will find someone that you can do life with. You will find a partner, but you're not going to find a parent. You're not going to find someone that is going to be there 24-7 for you and help you solve your issues. You still have to solve your issues by yourself. As we're talking about values, let's describe what a value is. Hey there, it's me. I was just checking in to make sure if you have the chance to give me a five-star review 
it really helps me out. I appreciate it. And to share, be able to reach more people with my content. Because if you enjoyed this episode or any of my other episodes on Medina Talks, don't forget to give me a five-star rating. Share with a friend, maybe. I mean, if you know someone that would be interested, share it with, you know, your mom, your sister, your friends, your cousins, your neighbor, your mailman, whoever, you know, up to you. Live your best life. Um, it really helps me out. But enjoy the episode. So values are your individual beliefs that motivate you to act a certain way. These values could have been formed through religion, culture, your environment. There are a number of factors. They may have been something that your family abides by or something that you grew up abiding by, but maybe you changed your mind as you grew up. It's something that's individual to each person. So an example of one of my top five values that I was looking for was respect, honesty, and kind of like trust falls into that. Someone that's open-minded, someone that is is, uh, loyal, dependable. That's kind of, for me, those two are similar categories. And I don't have it on the top of my head right now because it's something that I was actively looking for at the time. I have more of a general idea now when I'm looking for friendships. I kind of have some sort of feeling um, when I meet someone and especially with friendships, I'm looking for more someone that aligns with my values but also interests. So it's a mix of both. But one of those things where they say that opposites attract I think that's a yes and no because you can have someone that has an opposite personality to you. Maybe they're, for example, with me and my partner, I'm more extroverted. I'm a little bit louder and chatty where he's more on the calming and quiet side compared to me and we balance each other out. We may not have the same interests, like all the same interests, But we do have the same core values, family, all these things. We align on those things and that's why we work. And I think that some people get that mixed up when they're dating because you hear that term thrown around everywhere. Oh yeah, opposites attract, we're perfect, it's fine. But just because like if your values are opposite, then you're not really going to attract because you guys are not looking for something, uh, the same things out of life. So you want to make sure that you're asking the right questions to your partner. You want to make sure like not just your partner, but when you're in the dating stage. My friends, I feel like when I give them advice, they don't always like the advice that I give when it comes to relationships because it's very to the point. I don't like to play games. I'm not a type of person that is going to wait three days for them to text or not double text because I don't want to come off as weird. I literally just don't care. And it worked for me. That's just my style. So I'm straight up. On those first few dates that you're going on, obviously don't bombard them like you're in an interview. It comes up naturally. But I'm going to ask those questions. Where do you see yourself in the future? What areas would you like to live? What environments would you like to live in? Are you more of a city person? Are you more of a country person? 
do you, you want a family? How many kids do you want? Where would you like to live? Do you like the suburbs? Do you like warm weather? Do you want to stay in the country? What do you do for work? Do you want to travel a lot for work? Are you going to be around? What does that family dynamic look like? Do you expect someone to be a housewife and stay at home and take care of the kids? Do you want us to have traditional roles? Do you align? Like you're going to have to ask those hard questions at the beginning because you don't want to waste your time. The more you spend time with someone and get invested, the harder it is to break it off and you don't want to hurt yourself in the end. So it's important to ask those hard questions. So, so far we've talked about three things. One, work on yourself, making sure you're taking the time to get to know who you are so that you know what you want out of life so that you can find someone that aligns with that. Number two, someone that aligns with your values making sure that you get to, you're going to have to do that work for yourself to get to know what you want. So this is all advice on finding a long-term partner. If you're just trying to date for fun, do whatever you want. Just go with the flow and go with someone that has a connection. But these are if you're trying to actively look for someone that you want around for long-term. And the third thing that I mentioned is talk about things early. So number four Oh, I just want to briefly mention before I go on to number four is I found that when I first met my partner, we had an instant connection. That's what drew me. And then I asked those questions and we aligned. But I don't necessarily think if we're talking about love, is that enough for a relationship or for a marriage? No. I don't think love's enough. I think everything else has to align. You have to want the same things. You have to have the same values. You can't just have the strong feeling for someone and love someone and just hope that everything works out because it won't. It's gonna be hard. Marriage is hard. Relationships are hard. I actually wanted to bring that to the to the surface that everyone, me included, romanticizes the idea of being in a relationship and love because of what we see on TV. But it's not really the reality of a relationship all the time, okay? It's not always rainbows and sunshines. You can't really base your relationship uh, off of TV because in those rom-coms, okay, that man is like bending over backwards, doing crazy stuff to get the attention. It's not always going to happen that way. It If that's something that you're like, you know, figure out what your love language is. What do you appreciate? Is that something that you want? Do you want gifts? Is that really important to you? Like 24-7, I mean. Um, but I just mean that over like, you know, we're happy all the time. Things are great all the time. You're going to go through ruts in a relationship. It's going to ebb and flow. You're going to go through that honeymoon period. And then you're going to go through that period where things kind of, you know, you get rough patches. But as long as you have good communication, then you can get through it. And that's important to develop. That's an important skill. It's either something that you guys both have at the beginning of a relationship, or if it's important to you, you guys can both work on developing that good communication because without it, it's just going to be kind of chaos. And I think like point being, I don't know if I'm getting my point across with that, Let's just not look at TV or other people's relationships, just your friends or whatever you see on the service level, because your friends, 
may not be telling you the whole truth. They may not be telling you every single thing about what's happening in their relationship. They're going to tell you the highlight reels and every relationship is different. You have to decide for yourself what you want and what you can tolerate because what you can not tolerate, that sounds really bad, what you're expecting from this relationship because what you're expecting may be different from what your friend's expecting from their relationship. And comparing just not even just in relationships, but comparing in general is always so bad. Listen, I'm not saying, I'm not sitting up here on my high horse saying I know everything and I don't compare myself. I do. And that's why I'm saying I know it's bad. I have to check myself when I do that sometimes because sometimes I think the grass is greener on the other side. If you haven't seen that episode I posted um, an episode uh, a couple weeks ago, so you can check that out on uh, uh, just the number three on, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening. But if you think that it's better on the other side, trust me, it's not. You need to evaluate what you want and what you're not happy with, and you guys have to be able to communicate to make that change. And if they're willing to work with you and compromise, because that's important in a relationship, compromise you're bringing two people together it's not going to be one person gets their way 24 7 you're not going to line on things 24 7 you're going to have thick like friction sometimes and that's normal that's normal in any relationship think about it you're bringing two different not different personalities like but two human beings with two different personalities or different people you're a putting them together. You're putting them in a relationship where they spend lots of time together. Don't you get annoyed at your friends? Don't you have fights with your friends, some of your close friends? You get over it. You find a resolution and you get over it. It's not like you're we're in this perfect world where you don't have disagreements or arguments with people. It's just that, you know, when it comes to like when it gets toxic or unhealthy, that's a whole other that's a whole other thing. Okay? Because when it comes to that stuff, that's very very different. Um, but number four, actually, that's a good segue. Good communication is important. I heard this quote on a TV show that I was watching. I don't know if anyone's listening to The Lake, but it's on Prime and I highly recommend good show. But he mentioned that 90% of plane crashes is because of communication failure. And then he said, you got to listen to your co-pilot. So he said 90% of plane crashes is because of communication failure. And then he said, you got to listen to your co-pilot. Let me just let that sink in for a second. Whoa. There's a reason that a lot of relationships don't work out. There's a number of reasons. Money. That's the only thing I can think of. Also communication. But communication is a big one. You have to learn how to communicate. You have to learn how to fight. I think when you fight, you should have going to end in a breakup. So making sure that you understand each person and to understand each person, each person in the relationship has to understand themselves. If you have not, if you don't have a secure attachment style, like I have an anxious attachment style, how does that play into your relationship? Does that add some sort of dynamic change compared to if a secure person was dating? So as someone with an anxious attachment style, I had to learn what my triggers are and when I'm more sensitive and when I'm more anxious. And I had to communicate that with my partner because if I didn't communicate that, 
then I'd be getting upset for no reason. And not not no reason, but I would be getting upset and not explaining why I'm upset. And then on the other person's side, it seems like it's happening for no reason and they don't understand. You need to communicate how you're feeling and what's going on. Because if you're just keeping your partner at a distance, at a bay, it's the same thing with friendships. You just ignore the problem. It's not going to go away. So... That's the last thing that I have to say, but uh, last point that I have to make. But when it comes to relationships, one of my friends, we were talking about this and it was really good what she said. Shout out, Gabby. You know who you are. I know you're listening. Thank you, girl, for giving me this information because it was mind blowing. Okay. If you haven't heard of the word co-regulate, I'm going to paint a picture. We're going to use an analogy because we were talking about this and she was saying you want to co-regulate in a relationship and not be enmeshed. So what that means is, for example, if your partner's the color white and I'm the color and you're the color red, you don't want to be pink. You want to be a candy cane, okay? You want to come together and be balanced. You don't want one person leaning more on the other. Like obviously there are times of distress in relationships and in life where you need to lean more on your partner and you're going through a hard time. But generally overall, it shouldn't be a thing where your partner is pretty much your therapist and is, you know, or you turn out to be your partner's mom. That's not how it's supposed to be. You guys are both your two individual people coming together and you're working smoothly like a candy cane, okay? You guys are not overly dependent on each other in an unhealthy way. And I thought that was the best way to describe what you should be looking for in a relationship. You want someone that adds to you, that adds to your independence and you guys can come together and be like a superpower like none other because that's the point. You want... You want people that add value into your life or else what's the point? Why are you bringing people in that are draining your resources, okay? So that is all I have to say on relationships. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, Thank you so much for sticking around. Don't forget to check out my TikTok because that's where the party's at, okay? I'm going to be trying to get more active there and I'm going to be posting more content and working on that. So stay tuned and stick around. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.